You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Fifth Dimensional Imp Mr. Mixias Pitalek says in Episode 7 of this series, there are an infinite number of universes out there, and in nearly all of them, Clark Kent is Superman. So why don't we take a look at one of those dimensions right now? Welcome to the One of Us review of Season 1 of My Adventures of Superman, a fresh look on the Man of Steel from the lens of, check this out, joy, optimism, a powerful heart, truth, justice, all that stuff. With the explosion of Krypton, origin thankfully skipped, we begin our new look at the Big Blue Boy Scout with Clark Kent building his secret Superman identity and embracing his role as the hero of Metropolis while sharing adventures and falling in love with Lois Lane, a determined and future journalist looking to make her mark, alongside his best pal and roommate, photographer Jimmy Olsen. I am T.C. DeWitt of the Screener Squad, and I am joined by my very own Justice League. We got Spider Mike. Howdy, howdy. We've got El Punisher himself, Chad. Hey. And is that the terror... That barks in the night? Who is that? Is that Doggett? Crypto Doggett. <laughs> I thought it was a plan. Oh, you know, I should have gone with that instead. Oh, well, <laughs> uh, well let's, let's just jump right into this, because we have a whole ten episodes to discuss, and I'm really excited to talk to you guys. Mike, I'm, I know you love yourself some Superman, so I, I, I thought I'd be the biggest Superman fan on this uh, podcast, but then you signed up for it, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Superman is my boy. He's my favorite DC superhero. He's my second favorite superhero in general. That's only because, you know, Spider-Man's my favorite. You like him more than Goku? Me. Well, Goku is, uh, he's my favorite anime one. That's why he's, uh, so he's my third favorite <laughs> overall. Who's your seventh favorite? Uh, I think it's Batman. Okay, good. I'm glad you, like, knew that right off the top of your head, so. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm I'm a huge fan of Superman. I, from Christopher Reeve, the uh, Bruce Timm animated Superman that was from the 90s, Smallville. Superman, when he's done right, I love him so much. He's the the first, the best, and the only, right? Yeah, when Superman's done correctly, it's just it's it's magic. I had my hesitation with this series because the past five, six, seven years of DC animated stuff has, for my taste, been pretty awful, and. And it's been this, like, pseudo-anime, edgelord, dark, gritty, grimy... Oh, don't, don't, don't put anime on this. This is, not, this, this is y'all. This is the Westerners' fault. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but, but with My Adventures of Superman here, and I, I do want to get to Chad and Doggett here for a second, but just, just to sort of set a standard for anyone who might not have watched this show, imagine if the team from Avatar The Last Airbender made a Superman. And I think that sort of gives you a barometer of the type of adventure this show has, at least in my opinion. Chad, Daggett, what do you guys think? Oh, man, don't don't you just love himbo Clark Kent? Just <laughs> strutting out there looking like a white rock. <laughs> a white rock. <laughs> but so sweet about it, too. He's just a big dope. He is. If you get Clark Kent right, you get Superman right. That's that's my rule. And and I signed up for this only because, like, I, I watch Smallville. I've seen a couple things. TC, I know you're you. <laughs> Spider Mike. 
maybe change your moniker. <laughs> well, although you did say Spider-Man was your number one, but yeah, Spider-Man is my number one. It's not like I don't know who Superman is, but don't ask me about any of the lore other than like Kryptonite hurts him. <laughs> well, that's the, the great thing about this is they took a bunch of the lore and it feels right, but they found new ways to introduce it, like how they introduce Kryptonite into this, how they introduce mm-hmm. just finding out about Krypton, what all that technology did. Uh, Waller, Missy Xpitalek, as I mentioned, Deathstroke is in this, Slade. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a very different version than I've seen before. Weirdly voiced by Chris Parnell, which shocked me. That completely caught me off guard. That was Slade? I, I thought that was Cyril Figgis. <laughs> it's Cyril's cousin. Um, yeah, it was. the show does such a good job at introducing people into the idea of Superman's lore in ways I didn't think would happen. Because even Kryptonite's introduction is so out of left field. <laughs> That you're like, what the fuck? This is how you're doing it? Okay, cool. A left field from the multiverse. I feel like if you don't try to do something drastically different, it's just going to be, nerds are going to be like, oh, it's the same thing we're seeing over and over. Uh, I mean, some some Superman haters would say, I'm not not me, not me. So, Mike, don't jump down my throat when I say it. <laughs> no, I, I know me, what you're going to say. Yeah. Some Superman haters would say um, that this show adds uh, stakes because... Superman isn't the all-powerful, godlike being he usually is in most media, mm-hmm. even by this age. Well, that's the thing about cur- the, the cartoons, because I knew you were going to say that, is because that's a very common thing. That was the thing they did with uh, Superman the Animated Series, because mm-hmm. Tim talks about that in the commentary for it. And Smother. There's an episode of Superman the Animated Series in the commentary where he's like he's getting electrocuted while like lifting up something at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, he's just looking at this guy getting his ass just completely shocked. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he's not as like comic book and vulnerable kind of thing. So, and this this leans into that, but in a different way. Because in the Superman the Animated Series, he knows how to use all of his powers. Mm -hmm. This is more like when you play a game and you're like, I've got enough XP and I now have unlocked heat vision kind (laughs) of thing. And it makes for like a really, like even like complete with like almost like an upgrade type like flash of blue where it's like level up and then he fucking does the thing. And I'm like, you're right, you're right. (laughs) That was the funniest thing about Smallville. It definitely <laughs> felt like a more animated Smallville. A little more lighthearted, more optimistic. Again, not as dark as it has been the past ten plus years. Jimmy Olsen doesn't die and it's revealed that it's his older brother. <laughs> right. <laughs> the show is, has so much optimism because there are Superman haters who who would say this is doing the same thing as every Superman thing has done in the past. But the funny thing is that like it's not really true because like you guys said, the past decade has just been... I would call them the dark times. Yeah. Com- even comics were trying to be greedier with the New 52, and they're like, well, Superman, is he lost his parents at an early age, so now he's like kind of violent in that way. And I'm like, mm. I don't really think this is Is that really the New 52's fault, or is that Christopher Reeves' Superman fault? <laughs> Killing Papa Kent. We never got him back, Mike. We have to wait <laughs> for the animated cartoon to be like, oh, Clark has parents again. Well, that was the thing about the, the New 52, is he loses both of them at like the age of like 17 or 18. He doesn't have that moral compass i'm the not talking framework yeah yeah so yeah so it's, he's like but uh, that's not what i'm talking about but that's the main reason why it's nice to have this version of it again yeah because it's like the sweet like it like there's always the argument on twitter when people are like what do you want him saving cats from trees i'm like this show's like we're gonna yeah. have him save a cat like from a tree in the first like five seconds yeah it's like hell yeah we are <laughs> yeah that's exactly what people who say superman is boring have no imagination because 
part part of telling new versions of Superman and making it true to the core of the character, what he's always been, truth, justice, and, and so on, the, the, the heart of him, the purity of him, and complicating that with what can't he do. Like, there's there's so much to, to struggle with internally. And using this series to do what, yeah, we keep referencing Smallville, but him discovering his powers little by little. There's a great episode where he gets his super hearing for the first time and how exciting that is at first. And then he can't sleep. So then what does a Superman who's tired look like? It has my favorite quote of the season, which is like, Jimmy, Jimmy, they have problems. (laughs) (laughs) I I like how he's uh, a little bit more lighthearted. He can be funny because Superman sometimes can be a little rigid. I just I, I felt overall this it was a nice entryway into something that could be expanded. I, I like you said TC the fact that they kind of throw out like all the Krypton stuff. I like the fact that he can't understand Jarrell mm-hmm. right now. He's just a normal guy having a normal day doing normal things. <laughs> it just it just felt like from an outsider who didn't get into all the DC stuff. It felt like for a long time it had that. Uh, at least the animated stuff was all that, and I'm gonna, you're gonna kill me because I'm not gonna remember the name, but all like the Justice League stuff, the uh, name five more, <laughs> the Superman. Who 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 was the main animator uh, on those? It was just the um, Bruce Tim Paul Dini. Bruce Tim, yeah, thank that you. Happened. Yeah, yeah. I just felt like for a long time it was that. Not that there was anything bad with it. It just felt like I couldn't jump into it at any time. I would have to go back and start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. This is like, oh, I can jump into this. This is new. This is fun. Well, yeah, because those shows, the, the what's different about, you know, some of those shows is that, um, like, you had, you kind of had to jump in the beginning of them. You, like, you didn't have to jump in the beginning of, like, yeah, Batman exactly. the Animated Series. But, you, but you, you did at least have to for Superman the Animated Series in that one. But this one has a lot of episodes where, yeah, you could just jump right in and you would, like, there's a through line here and there, but you would, it explains it enough throughout that you would be like, oh, uh, I know what's going on for the most part because they'll say t- they say the name of like everything that is the main thing like a thousand times mm-hmm. as the episode goes on. They're like, mm-hmm. "What does this mean?" and "What does that mean?" And so you find yourself like getting sucked back in again because of it. And there's even like the mystery of of what all the tech is because there's um because this is my only this is my only real big criticism of the show mm-hmm. <gasps> is that everything <laughs> is all tech based. Like so, he fights all these villains that are like. Like Silver Banshee, who's supposed to be the supernatural like ghost thing, and they're like, "Well, she's a a woman with a helmet that makes sonic that things makes happen." The, yeah. I was like, "Okay, I guess." And then they're like, "And this is Heat Wave, but a Flash villain, yeah. and she can't use her shit until like later on." I'm like, "I'm sorry, what is happening here?" <laughs> <laughs> I like, mean, like I want my villains to be like weird, like things gone wrong, supernatural. Kind of yeah, either supernatural or like science gone wrong, because there's a lot yeah. of. Like, in the Superman the Enemy series, like, Parasite was, like, a, a thing of science. that was a science accident that went wrong. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was fine with his changes. But, like, yeah, when it comes to the changes, like, stuff with Silver Banshee, uh, even somewhat with Livewire, in my opinion. But they they did enough with it to make it, to make me be okay with it by the time it was done. Yeah. Especially the way Parasite was. Like, this is probably my favorite version of Parasite I've I mean, yeah, so many seen. so many animated shows do this though. They streamline their villains, like Smallville. It's a meteor shower, Static Shock. They're all bang babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> Wait, yeah, what? Yeah, you, ne- you ever watch Static Shock? What the what they call like the guys who, t- who get powers there? Yeah, bang babies. No, bang babies. 
<laughs> is that really what they call them? Yeah, they, it's because of a of a smoke bomb that like they just engulfed the city. Yeah, these two perverts over here thought the you meant something this? else. <laughs> They're, are you telling me the Static Shock people are in humans? Sorry, that, I have to think We're off that Whoa, am I, I the only one but, that's seen Static Shock in this place? No, 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 I've seen Static Shock, yeah. I'm, I'm ro- roping us back into topic here. So the title is My Adventures with Superman, and that is because it's it's Clark you know, becoming Superman, but Lois and Jimmy, the three of them, are our main characters. We get to see every episode, the adventures they go on as a trio, and I, I really like this. I really like that uh, my pal Jimmy Olsen, right, is is such a prominent character in this. Mm-hmm. And I love Lois in this. She's Lois is is so important to me to get right. So when you have a, a Lois who says, for example, where do I piddle? That's not Lois Lane. Lois Lane wouldn't ask that. That's not cool. You got Lois here who is she's not a reporter yet, and she's just damn determined to become one. And that that gusto and desire to do so much more is is very now it feels very contemporary and it's in the tradition of all the best lois lanes that came before her she's great she's the type of lois lane because here's the thing about lois is that so many people only know movie lois and movie lois tends to not be like sucks that interesting yeah because the first like only only margot kidders is kind of is like a fun time and then you get to Kate Bosworth, who's like a piece of wood, <laughs> and, you're, and then and then you get into um, Amy yeah, Adams, who's also a piece of wood that also sometimes talks, and you're just like, I guess. No, no. you want Dana Delaney, and you want uh, even Terry Hatcher. You want uh, Erica Durance. Come on. Yeah, Terry Hatcher, Erica Durance, like all the TV ones have, have tend to have been really good. Dana, Dana Delaney's um, was really is good. That the but one what, for Superman and Lois? Uh, Superman for Lois. That one is. Um, because she's really fun, too. She's also a really good Lois. But, yeah, all the TV Lois is tend to knock it out of the park. Um, but, the yeah, and so they do a really good job with this Lois. What I like about this Lois the most is it reminds me the most of Terry Hatcher's because she is super into, like, being a reporter early on. Because mm-hmm. Superman Lois Lois has been at it for a long, long time, where Terry Hatcher's Lois, like, has been at it for a bit, but, like, she's still new enough at it that like Clark is catching up to her kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very much similar to that cuz she's been at it for at least a year and he just got there. And so it shows how like in sync all three of them are. Yeah. The minute they meet each other, they're just like Let, like the like the second she's like I have an idea for the story, he's like I have this idea, Jimmy had this idea and then like they immediately find what she's looking for in like seconds. It's great because they're yeah. so in sync. And yeah, my adventure, the, the title, my adventures with Superman. I was like, I thought it was just gonna be like, oh, it's about Lois's like thing because all the previews for it. Because there was a large gap where we didn't know anything about the show, which is good. Yeah, they announced it like ages ago. Actually, they announced it like almost two years ago, and they had like one image, and it was Lois with her arm around Clark and like adventure type like look on her face, and Jimmy in the background, and that was it. We didn't even have a picture of Superman. It was just literally the three of them. Yeah. For like two or three years, so every article was just that one picture for it every fucking time. <laughs> I like that his hair's different; like it's more stylized. It's got like not an S curl, but it's got an accent where it should be. It's a little bit different, and there yeah. are flashbacks to other uh, dimensions where you get that classic Superman, or even we get to see the original Lois Lane from the old serials. Uh, yeah, there's all the flusher stuff, like, but it's but it's her, like her design from like the 30s onwards, kind of thing. There's so many so, so many wild sci-fi concepts in the show, like a paper company slinging around six million dollars for stuff. Is like, whoa, 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 guys, slow down. <laughs> well, it is a very fictional world where people are still excited about newspapers. That they um. <laughs> that, that they still print paper. 
I, I was sitting there, especially like when the the trio are really driving Perry hard to make that legitimize what they're doing, and they're trying to climb the ladder because they're interns. And I'm like, man, there's there you no, they're not getting paid enough. Where are Jimmy and Clark getting their money for that? room that they have <laughs> it ain't being an intern at the daily planet not in this day and age i assume clark helped somebody and they're like stay with us kind of yeah, thing i assume <laughs> clark had an only but, but honestly where did lois get that <laughs> like Sign i assume lois got her money from her dad because he just doesn't want to deal with her but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's another thing that comes up again is lois's um it delves deep, deeper into lois's um, father issues that comes up every now and then and stuff i know it comes up in smallville mm-hmm. When he's played by Michael Ironside, it doesn't come up that often in cartoon stuff because even the Dana Delaney, they never really talk about her dad, no, that no, character no. in it. Like, and so I really appreciated that coming into it was that it was obvious that Lois was like, I believe in myself, but I don't feel like anybody else does. <laughs> <laughs> and so having Clark show up and having her fall for Clark first, yes, a, a chef's kiss because I love that Superman Lois did it last mm-hmm. year too. Oh, is that is that a new thing? It's not new, it's just that, like, a lot of the stuff in the movies and stuff will be like, she falls for Superman, and then eventually finds out that Clark is Superman. That's her thing. Because that, that was a comic thing for a long time, too. And, you know, Smallville technically couldn't do that, but it probably mm-hmm. would have. <laughs> yeah. It's atypical to see Lois fall for Clark, and not even like Superman. Like, she, it, the way this series begins, <laughs> yeah, Superman I is a like story. That. She doesn't like him, she doesn't trust him. But Clark... Clark's great. Yeah, she's like, I love that line when she's not trusting him, and he's just like, maybe he's just a guy who wants to do good. He's like, well, that's a, he's like, yeah, but that's if you had superpowers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I love that line. That's such a great line. Because <laughs> it showed how much she trusted Clark, but didn't trust, like, a guy who flew and saved her life multiple times at this point. Yeah, you can't trust a guy who has all that power, which is, which is a great angle to approach it from. Did you guys have a favorite episode of the season? Of the ten, is there one that jumped out for you? I I, I can't say what my favorite one is because there's so many of them. <laughs> the date episode. That is mine as well. The Mixias Pitalike episode. Because, like, there was, we saw Clark sleep-deprived, and he was really funny with Jimmy and <laughs> all that, but there's another setup similar a couple episodes uh, prior where Clark is just, like, trying to plan the perfect date. And there's a through line with this series where everybody's, they call them murder boards at first. <laughs> yeah. But they're all making boards yarn with and they're doing the yarn <laughs> and uh, uh, pinpoints and post-it notes. And, and it's just really cute. And, and Lois, too, is trying to, like, plan the perfect date. So, I, I don't know. I like that episode. That was my favorite as well. No, that episode's amazing. Ooh, the brain episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, they're all great. Yeah, they're all great episodes. That's the thing. I have I can't pinpoint what my favorite one is because because one of the things that reminded me of as well because I, I can't believe I didn't bring this up before is um, has anybody here read Superman Smashes the Clan? No, <laughs> I love the title. So well, the idea is that like Clark doesn't know who he is and he's like trying to come to terms with the fact that he is an alien and he doesn't know why he's here and he just wants to be a normal guy. That's one of the reasons it's, it works so well for me, because it's the closest we've gotten to an animated version of that version of Clark. And I think that's really sweet. And yeah, the, every every episode is amazing. I can't. There's not a single episode where I'm like, that was a bad episode. <laughs> every single episode, I'm like, every single one of these I've watched at least five times before this review. Wow. Like, I find times where I'm just like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm on lunch. I guess I'm going to watch My Adventures of Superman real quick. <laughs> and I'll just put on a random episode. And and even the the the, the second to last two episodes felt like they could have been a season finale, 
And then there was one episode after that that mm-hmm. was even more of a season finale. <laughs> and you're like, this show fucking is so impressive <laughs> with what it does. And all of its side characters, because this is the other thing that Superman shows have been missing. And I'm, I'm including Superman and Lois in this, is the side characters that aren't normally showed up in movies. Like, my favorite version of this character of all time is now in this, which is Steve fucking Lombard. <laughs> yes, which I Lombard. did not anticipate <laughs> loving Steve Lombard in anything <laughs> like well, the second he's like i'm scooping you and he fucking runs off with the board had me dying i was like oh i'm gonna love the hell out of this character i bring in vicky valen from the batman mythos to have mm-hmm. an appearance in one of the episodes as well uh, the way they use chief sorry i don't call him chief yeah the uh, flip johnson and the news kid legion i loved how they utilized that because the newsboy legion is from Schuster and Siegel. This is from the 40s to come up with these. It's like, a deep-ass cut. Yeah, and to, to modernize them and have that little girl with her business cards. Like, Flip Johnson, businesswoman, here's my card. Like, I mean, you're talking about characters we don't usually see. Uh, uh, Papa Kent. Oh, what a joy it is to, to oh. see. Oh, my God. Sorry, that... that last episode with him and the turkey. <laughs> and, like, I liked how Ma Kent was more of the guiding light. Because Pa Kent, like, he was there. He was just happy to be alive. He was happy to be there. <laughs> he was he was happy to be there, and he was there for like the dad jokes, and that's about it. Well, what what I loved about that last episode is that you understand why Clark is the way he is when you see Paul Kent, because he's just like, what would you do if somebody would like hated you? He's like, well, I'm making them my friend, and you're like, he means that. He's <laughs> yeah. not joking yeah, about is. that. <laughs> he's legit about that. And all these people have secrets that they don't want to tell each other. And he grabs lo- he grabs Jimmy, and he's like, Jimmy, I have a secret. I don't think this turkey is going to be done. <laughs> and it was just like, I lost it because I was like, oh, my God, I love you, Paul Kent, so much. Oh, yeah, the, the new Superman movie should just have Jason Sudeikis as Paul Kent. I'd be cool with that. Oh, that would be but yeah, Because consistently the show surprises me with its characterization. Because, yeah, you're right. Like, Monk Kent is very much the actual guiding light for Clark to really decide to become Superman. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Where Pa is clearly the reason Clark is the way he is, though, in general. Yeah. <laughs> He's a super sweet guy. Mama Kent's very important. She, I love the little mythos in the show. Like, the entire reason he has trunks is because his mom was just telling him to hide his dick bulge. <laughs> that was pretty funny, the fact that she's just like, there's too much blue. There's, like, we need to, like... Break it up a little bit. Cut off. Break this up a bit. Yeah. She clearly makes a, a lot of alterations to the outfit, but in a way that's, like... I love that you're both you're doing both the Man of Steel thing where it's like he gets the outfit from the Kryptonians, but he also his mom also helps him make it at the same time. Yeah, and that's really sweet in that in that regard because they could have done one or the other, and I would have been fine with it. But the fact that they did both in such a clever way, mm-hmm. I thought was really sweet. <laughs> and even the Kryptonian backstory stuff, and like Chad was saying, the fact that you don't know what Jor-El's saying ninety percent of the time. It's just like he just pops up and he's just like, I'm going to start yelling gibberish at you. It all sounds like German to me and I'm scared. Anybody, I was like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. Somebody said it's, there's like a lot of Latin in the middle of it or something like that. The most evil language. <laughs> but like, yeah, I love that every now and then he's like, Kal-El, Krypton. And then he's just like, what the fuck are you telling me? <laughs> uh, no, this this was such a fun watch. I'm so happy with it. And and it seems like all all of us here are. So... I want to fold this into some final ratings. Chad, why don't you go first for us? I'll try to keep it short. Uh, as a person who doesn't really dive into everything Superman, there's a very fresh take on a, what, 80-year-old? 90. Uh, IP? Yeah. 90-year-old IP? 85 now at this mm-hmm. point? 
Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. The animation's good. The writing solid. You know, it's it's that classic, the, the classic twenty two minute episode that I remember watching in my school basement after school. Batman animated series and all that other shit. Anyways, uh, I'll I'll give it a nine out of ten. Kryptonian bulges. <laughs> Very good, Daggett. Oh, you know, I'm. I feel like I'm the oddball sometimes when it comes to discussing Superman because I'm accept I'm accepting of all Supermans. Come one, come all. Give me your evil Supermans. Give me your God <laughs> Supermans. Give me your human Supermans. I'll take them all. I believe they're all valid. Zack Snyder misses the point of Superman, or is he just showing the other side of the coin? Who's to say? Who's to say? It's all valid, right, Mike? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, even gonna, not even pretend. <laughs> even this show takes some inspirations from the Snyderverse, just completely treating him like an alien. But the, but no, it it, it all, to, all all of it you know all of it is valid. Technically, I'm just I just wanted to make that joke. But <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, <laughs> but no, seriously, it's a great show. It is what a lot of shows have been doing lately, which is just making an anime in America, but, like, just taking all the shitty shit out of anime and presenting <laughs> us with something polished. And this 10-episode show about Superman, it's great. Everybody should watch it. If you got a friend who does not into watching Superman, well, you just make Martin Thomas keep watching. You just tell him, no, keep <laughs> watching the animated adventure of Superman and enjoy it. I was shocked that Martin didn't like the show. <laughs> I am too. I would give this... Eight out of ten Korean Lois. Yeah, why not? No, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> this, this is the best kind of Superman. He's just a nice guy who has powers and wants to help as many people as he can. Jimmy's excellent in this. This is might be my favorite version of Jimmy I've ever seen. He's just this loyal, wonderful BFF, and he's such a goof. Lois's determination is the best kind of Lois, and it's balanced beautifully with Clark's patience. That he, He's come from a lifetime of carefully learning what to do and how to use his abilities where Lois just charges in headlong with no regard. She's like, let's just get it. And it's just that, that dynamic of those three makes this show, the core of the show so good. And then everything they built off of that is so well done. I love these new variations on the villains. Yeah. I, I take your point, Mike, that it all being tech based does miss an opportunity of magic being introduced into this equation. And which might be why the Mixius Pedalic episode is my favorite of the season. I loved all these episodes. To those of you who want their Superman gritty and using their powers to destroy or even killing, that says more about you than it says about Superman. And you can have that version of Superman. There's any number of variants out there of that. But this is Superman, and this is the best kind of Superman. I love it. I, I, this was so much fun. I can't wait for a second season. And, yeah, so I'm, I'm just going to give this a 10 out of 10 Flamebird followers. Man, all you all you technophobes. I, I blame Black Mirror. Yeah, I have so much still to say about this show. Jack Quaid might be one of my new favorite Supermans of all time. Oh, he's great. He's so yeah. he's so earnest in everything he mm -hmm. says. He's so sweet, yeah. and he's he sells both the dramatic moments of Clark self doubt, but also all the moments where he's very confident, mm -hmm. and also all the moments where he's just skittish and doesn't know what to do in in a situation. There's so much going on with Ishmael Saeed as Jimmy Olsen. Alice Lee as Lois is really is great. Deborah Wilson comes back as Amanda Waller, and she's really fucking fantastic. That's not really much a spoiler because she shows up at the end of the first episode. Sure. And then there's the general. 
the general is such an asshole, <laughs> and I don't want to say who he is because then it would be a spoiler. But he's a version of that character that I hadn't seen in a while. Is is the best way of putting it, even though I've seen that character in, yeah. in recent things. But I can't. If I said why, it would ruin the surprise for anybody who hasn't seen the season. Um, I think one of the reasons I love the three of them so much is that they feel like it's the first time outside of comics that that Jimmy feels like Superman's best friend in every mm-hmm. possible way. Because when you watch Superman the animated series, the three of them are feel like work friends. Yeah, like I never I never got the idea that they hung out outside of work kind of thing, except for maybe Lois and, and Clark, but never Jimmy. I always assumed Jimmy was like, and then I clocked out. And I'm gonna, I'm getting the fuck out of here kind of thing. <laughs> So that's really what it sells it is that the camaraderie between the three of them is so fucking great. I, I still, like I said, I still have criticisms of it. The animation at time has some issues. There's a specific episode where Clark's on the phone with Jimmy while he's flying, and there's a point where the animation like kind of like as if the audio doesn't match what's happening <laughs> at that exact moment when Clark's about to fly off. And you're like, ah, oh, you guys probably could have worked better on that. And there's some other parts where it's like it's clear that their heads are moving in very specific ways that that's seen in jeez mike you sit in your tower you sit in your tower and you judge <laughs> i will i i just want people to understand that the show isn't <laughs> flawless but it has nothing to do with the story it's the way i felt about invincible season one invincible season one's plot is so well done but it has so many weird animation moments and it's the exact same i guess the internet connection disagreed <laughs> <laughs> well he might be truly dropped in the end comcast had the last laugh <laughs> i'm pretty happy we didn't get lex luthor i'm glad we got the focus on these smaller villains i don't actually here's the thing i don't know who most of these are i only know heat wave so i didn't really give a shit that they were all different yeah me neither like i i really loved the variations on these like the slade in particular i was like this is a version of this character i've never seen before body pillow slade wilson <laughs> here's mike Mike, can you repeat what you said the last, like, ten seconds? Okay, what what was the last thing you guys heard me say? Uh, Something about Zack Snyder should get another crack at it? <laughs> Definitely not that. It reminded me of Invincible's animation, which is just that, like, it had issues, but the plot of it was just great the entire way through. Yeah. And that's how I felt about the show, where I'm like, I had some issues here and there with some of the animation, but the plot is what really sells the entire thing, as well as the camaraderie, the, the music, everything swells the entire time you, you watch it. Um, I'm going to give it 9.5 out of 10 bagels that you forgot about. 